Welcome to Take Eating Back. I have a great episode today. Lucy Hobart coming to you from a winter apocalypse in the Northeast in Massachusetts. Luckily, Roz and I down here in beautiful, sunny Florida. And this morning, we, we take a mo for a walk almost on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, yeah, we do. Yeah, almost every day. And we usually talk. Typically, it's Wedman about what's happening with the wedding. But we didn't talk Wedman this we morning. We did not. And, you know, and, and, and Lucy and I get into it in this interview, but you and I got on, on the subject of, hey, it doesn't matter what your genetics are. You can out-eat. You can outwork them. Uh-huh. And I just wanted to get your opinion on that. You know, you've expressed it to me, but... Let these listeners here, we have a lot of people, and I'm sure you've been there, I've been there, where it's kind of like, well, damn it, this is what I've been dealt, the cards I've been dealt, this is the best I can do. And I said to you, I think everyone in this world can get lean. Yeah. You know, given the right amount of exercise and proper nutrition, everyone can do there. And in this interview, Lucy Hobart's 56 years old, absolutely crushing it at the box, changed her life, and you'll hear all about that. But what's your opinion on the topic? Well, I think like we discussed, I think you are going to be predisposed to these certain genetics um, that will give you a certain physique, let's say. But I think in the end, we we discussed and we reasoned that you can eat your way out of that, <laughs> essentially. I like that. You can eat your way out of crappy <laughs> genetics. Yeah. Because, you know, people see us. And not to, you know, pat ourselves on the back or toot our own horns. We're pretty lean. We're in good shape. Yeah. But I think the average person might see us and be like, ah, they've always been like that. Or that they're lucky. Yeah, for sure. But and neither of us were born that way. No. And I think as a kid, I saw some um, old family pictures not too long ago. And I was I was pretty lean as a kid. But then as soon as I hit puberty... I went through a little chubby stage, and I stayed fairly, like, chubby. I was still always petite because I'm, I'm a short person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I always carried a little extra. And then people would say, oh, you have more of an athletic build. Nobody would ever say I was lean. And that's, like, a polite way of saying you're, you're, you're a little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I honestly believed it myself as well. And then I started doing flexible eating, and I got lean. And I was like... Of course, you have the ability to do it. You just need to be eating the right amount of food and also exercising in the right way. And we both do CrossFit, and, and that's really helped me as well in terms of getting lean. Absolutely. I think you know, eating right is 80 to 90%. Obviously, yeah. people can get skinny eating right. Mm-hmm. Lean to me represents okay. You're you're skinny with muscles. Mm-hmm. So yes, you need to train a little bit as well. But you know whether you're in your 30s like we were, or in your 50s like Lucy is. Mm-hmm. There's there's no one on this planet that eating right and exercising will not help change their body. Mm. I love that. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Well, you we're literally. <laughs> Five feet away from I was me, distracted. Right? <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to let you listen to it. Oh. So this podcast coming up is for everyone on the planet, Except with the me. exception of Roz. <laughs> but no, Lucy and I dove into. I mean, she's awesome. I've known her for years. You know, mother of a games athlete. But really, this was about her journey from you know cigarette smoker at mm-hmm. 50 to quitting cigarettes, joining a CrossFit, 
losing 30 pounds and really changing her life. So it's a really awesome story. That's amazing. Cool. So now we just have to do the same for our moms. Mm. You know, what was really What did James do? Well, that's what was, I was going to say was impressive to me is like she reached out to her son, James, and listened. Wow. Our moms don't do that. <laughs> Our moms still, A, don't think we have jobs. <laughs> and B, I mean, your mom literally sat right here in the kitchen and told us how she was eating this pudding to lose weight. So. <laughs> I actually sent her an email the other day as well. I realized that she just blatantly ignored it. <laughs> so About nutrition? Uh, yeah. She did not want to hear about it from us. You were, I mean, I'm very impressed by me. <laughs> Yeah, you said nothing. <laughs> I could see the look on your face, though. You were, like, literally biting your tongue. <laughs> it was, it's, you know, it was easier to say nothing than get involved in that conversation. Well, and that's, that says a lot coming from you. <laughs> I just knew. I was like, if I start talking, this is going to... It's either going to go nowhere good or just take hours of my day. No, you did the right thing. And I'm happy my, to My mom left mom. liking you. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if she reached out, you know, my mom kind of reaches out. She texted me last night. She's like, hey, will you train me? Aww. And I've done that in the past. But, um, you know, she still refers to what we do with nutrition as crazy, as you saw last week when we were at her house. I'm pretty sure she thinks I'm crazy after she walked in whilst I was in the middle of that workout yesterday burpees and lunges and yeah, pull-ups but uh but that's, that's cool that she asked you to train her oh yeah so we'll see how that goes but it's 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 hard to i think the lesson there is it's hard to teach your family yeah and i think as well the lesson is that people really have to want to do it for themselves you you can't want to do it for someone else and james's mom made a decision she wanted to change she wanted to do something about the way she looked, her health, whatever it was. And she started the process. She reached out to her son, and then she got going. Right. I think that's a great way to put it. She had to make that decision. Yeah. James had been encouraging her for years, but it wasn't until she made mm-hmm. the choice to, okay, I'm ready to make a change. Yeah. That, you know, the expression is, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will be there. Yeah. And James was there. Yeah. So that's awesome. Really awesome. Happy for both of them, but I'm super excited for everyone except for Roz to listen to this interview with Lucy Hobart. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. And I think you're going to love it. And if you have a parent, you know, if you're a youngster and you have a parent that's at her age, maybe, maybe send this over to them and and show them, Hey, it's never too late to make a change. Cool. Thanks Roz. Thank you, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you being on this podcast. All right, welcome back to the podcast. This episode of Take Eating Back, I have Lucy Hobart. Many of you have seen her recently featured in the CrossFit Journal, 56 years young, four years into her CrossFit journey, and she currently, you train at a box called Great CrossFit Great Barrington? Yes. And that's in Massachusetts? Yes. And as she was saying before we started rolling, slight nor'easter rolled in last night, right? Exactly. <laughs> what, you know, I, I have this conversation with people often because I'm from the Northeast. I think we've, have, we've met in person a handful of times, maybe back in the parking lot of Albany. Yes, we have. And it was when 
My first CrossFit experience watching CrossFit was in uh, at CrossFit Albany. Which which event was it? Was it the? It was the um. It was the second year that James participated in the. It was then called um the North Northeast Qualifiers. Right. It wasn't right. called regionals. Right. And it was at CrossFit Albany. And James, I believe, did he win that year? Or is that the year Rob Orlando won? I think that was the year he came in second or yeah. third. The yeah. first year he went won, and in the second year, it was it was Rob Orlando, James, and Austin. Right, that's right. And I, you know, the question I was going to ask you is, what keeps people in the Northeast? You know, I'm down in Florida now <laughs> after thirty plus years of dealing with winter. Why are you still there? I don't. I don't know that answer. No, I know what keeps. It's the summers. It's the springs. The, it's the fall, summer, and spring. I mean, it literally those three. Those three seasons. You always. It, they're wonderful. They're just. They're delightful. They're joyful. It's great to be outside. It's great to live here, and, and um, it makes you forget that this incredible winter is going to come. <laughs> so you're you're then content. It comes. You're content with seventy five percent of the year being. Good. Um, pretty much, yeah. Good. Although I am kind of beginning to think that, you know, a warmer winter would suit me much better. Any any places in mind? Are you thinking about moving, relocating? Um, I think about, the, you know, just a little bit more south. Oh. Yeah. It's wonderful. You know, Roz and I just took Mo for a long walk, and it was beautiful out. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... We've seen each other on social media, and then recently, you were just all over CrossFit in the journal with just killing it at 56, and, and, and that was what prompted me to reach out to you, and I think what's awesome about your story is it kind of came out of nowhere, meaning you weren't this high-level athlete prior to CrossFit. You found CrossFit at 52 years old, dove in at at CrossFit Great Barrington, and now it's literally changed your life. Yes, 100% change. And that's exactly, yeah, I'm not from a, I wasn't um, an athlete. Um, I mean, I always participated in high school sports, and I participated um, in, uh, I would, that was about it. I participated in the high school sports via the gym class. Um, I was always active. I don't, wouldn't have ever called myself a potato or anything like that. Um, I enjoyed being outside, um, but I was, I would have never called myself an athlete as, def as defined so, by our society. All right. So first of all, cross the great parents and great box. I think, does Mike still own it? Yes, he does. You know, Mike Bazillion and Leslie Bazillion still own the box. Yeah. That was about the only other box within a 50-mile radius of mine back in 2007. So, and I remember they, you know, they would come down pretty often and, and, and get together. So pretty cool that they're still around. And, I mean, I think that everyone knows what got you into CrossFit. Your son finds it in Boston, kills it, you know, wins the qualifier, goes to the games, etc. But that was probably three or four years before you decided to step into a box. So what what was that final turning point at 52 where you said, okay, I, I'm ready to give this a try? Well, the, the big turning point was that um, the summer, that in that summer I had um, quit smoking. 
And um, again, you know, in the summer here, one fall, and there's tons of activities to be outside. And I was capable of staying very, very busy and breaking old habits because that's when you just make this decision, this big life decision to break an old habit, harmful habit. Um, you have to start creating habits. But here we were, we were coming into October and November, and um, I knew that I know what the winters are like here. I mean, you oftentimes, like I said today, we had nor'easter, nor'easter, it kind of changed my whole, whole schedule. You have to kind of be prepared to be stuck somewhere sometimes. That's just the truth of, of the weather. Here. Absolutely. And um, I knew that if I was stuck in my house, in home, by, my, by myself, um, that my alternative to go back to my bad habit of smoking and I wanted to ensure that that didn't happen because my summer had been successful um, and I wanted to maintain being an ex-smoker so um, you know James had always go join CrossFit go go talk to Mike go take the fundamentals class go James always had been doing that so I made that decision in October and I called uh, Mike and I said I want to take the intro class and in November I started and I never looked back and it has been the good habit that um, well which today has created such a wonderful life for me but it has was the good habit that I was able to maintain being an ex-smoker. So that's something I, I, didn't, I, had, I didn't realize that about you. You, you when you say ex-smoker how many years are we talking? Um, I smoked for quite a few uh, Probably, probably about thirty years. Thirty from my tw- years of smoking. Wow. So yeah, and they're mo- yeah. I yeah. mean, quite the habit to break. There, not. I, I've never smoked cigarettes, so I don't. You know, can't really understand it. But I mean, anything you've done for thirty years, I'd imagine, is a hard habit to break. It is. That's why you know, and, and that was one of the reasons. I mean, having watched James. In, I knew that something like, at least I was very aware that CrossFit was, would be so different. I mean, you need such a, such a high intensity, yes. <laughs> um, new habit to maintain a very old bad habit, to, to, to make sure that you don't go back to that. And I knew CrossFit would be the, the new thing, you know, having to meet new people, having to join a new community. Um, and it also ensured me, of course, that I, I wouldn't be around, not that you really are anymore, but I wouldn't be around any smokers. I'm, I'm always surprised when I see these younger people. I'm like, how do people start smoking in this day and age? Like, I get it. When you were, you know, 30 years ago, it wasn't this, we didn't right. have the knowledge that we have now of how bad it is for your health. Right. But people still light up for the first time understanding this will cause harmful diseases. Right, so, right. What, what was the, what was the moment in time where you said, okay, thirty years is enough. I have to quit this. Uh, um. Well, really, I so I started really when I turned fifty. You know, when I turned fifty, a, a friend said to me, "You're fifty now. You know, you can put the last fifty years behind you and, and begin writing a whole new life." And she had written this in a card, and um, that thought just really kind of stuck with me. And I thought, you know, this I do. I, I'm kind of on. I'm, t- I'm on top of the mountain now. Let Let's start writing a whole new life, um, which I really believe, you know, that we're capable of doing. We can, in essence, change our story um, when we make that decision. And um, that was very appealing to me. So I 
you know, I really began thinking about and considering about how would I want to change my life. And smoking was the first, you know, like this was the thing that was keeping me back from other areas of, of course, you know, my health. Um, and so that's what I chose to do and to kind of begin to write my new story. And here we are at 56. I'm loving my story. <laughs> and, and, and you say, you know, you're on top of this mountain. You're literally on top of a mountain. When you're 50, you are, yeah. Okay, so. but you also live at the top of a mountain. Yes, I do live at the top of a mountain. <laughs> and is it the same place where they can, people can go back and watch James and Austin work out outside? Is it that place? Yes, it is. Cool, yes, so if they is. haven't seen that, Google that. I'm sure in the journal or somewhere on YouTube, there's videos of James and Austin when they're kind of first meeting, actually. Yes, yes. And when Austin was working at CrossFit Albany. Yeah, that's where, you know, that's where their bromance began. I know. <laughs> so that was four years ago you decided to give up, or six years ago, right, that you gave up smoking? Well, so I gave up smoking when I was 52, and okay. that's also when I joined CrossFit, this CrossFit Great Barrington. Any, have you been, you know, on the or off the wagon, I don't know which one it is, with smoking since? Any any setbacks oh, with it, or good to go? No setbacks. No setbacks at all. All good to go. That's I mean, and today, like, I know, like, in the beginning, it was always, a, you know, it was kind of a one-day-at-a-time thing. You kind of think, well, I can I can smoke today, or I can go to CrossFit today. Um, and I, that was always kind of my choice. Um, because, yes, you, you do you do want to fall back on old habits. You do want to fall back on old addictions. And um, so one day at a time, that was my choice in the beginning. I mean, today, I just, you know, I'm an ex-smoker, and my choice of doing CrossFit on a daily basis is completely different, um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful in some ways, you know, that that was my beginning, but today, because today it's just, there's so much, my choices are so much more expanded. And I would imagine anyone starting CrossFit, you feel this improvement in how well you can breathe through Metcons and conditioning workouts. You must have felt that even more so as if, as in with each passing day, not only were you getting fitter, but your lungs were recovering. Right. I mean, after years, as I said, you know, I talked about before in my interview with CrossFit Media, but um, in the beginning, I literally couldn't even run 200 meters. And uh, Mike Bazillion, the coach here, would say, okay, let's just, let's start you slow. Just, you know, once every three days, measure out 200 meters and just, run. You don't have to run fast, but run 200 meters, you know, back and forth to 100 meters, one, 100 meters the other way. He said, let's just start there. I mean, start really slow. I mean, very scaled. And um, I remember that that used to be a struggle. I mean, today when I can do, I did a, you know, we, you always have miles and I can do a mile. I, it, it feels wonderful. And, and it gives me, I just feel like, you know, look what I've accomplished. I mean, this is great. I've accomplished this through CrossFit. Um, it's such a wonderful vehicle to improve yourself. Of course, I agree on that. What's what was what thus far has been the greatest accomplishment you've experienced in the box? Was it you know running two hundred meters for the first time without feeling like you were going to die? Was it a certain distance? Was it a RX workout? What's been the one biggest accompl accomplishment you've had? Uh, is my is a strict pull up. Yeah, so it, at 56, 
You're you're doing strict pull-ups. Right. And I just recently learned how to do a strict chest to bar. Wow. And really being able being able to lift my own body weight um and and you know, keep my body position straight and um look good doing it. That has truly I love the fact that I can lift my own body weight. That yeah. And that makes me because I love it for a multitude of reasons, but I also feel very secure that, that you know, I'm going to be able to lift myself up. Was was there expectations set upon you because you are James Hobart's mom? Um, no. No, I don't I I, um, I, <coughs> I never felt any of that. I don't know if that was happening around me, um, but I was very, and Mike is very, very good. I mean, on all that, you go at your own rate. And he's very good at assessing individual rates and that, you know, you are where you're at. Um, and I was very strict about that. You know, I am where I'm at. I, it, I don't want it to hold me back. I don't want that thought, you know, to hold me back. But this is where I'm at. Um, and, and I was very comfortable with that. Yeah. So. But then, I mean, the progression goes so quickly and cross. The other part of that is, too, is that, you know, where I'm at, three, even, even now, even today, like three months ago, I'm so much further than I was three months ago. I mean, you know, every day there's a progression. And it's small. It's a small progression. But if you just look back within three months, it's a big progression. But what, what do we attribute this to? So here, here's my thought process here. You're 52. Now you're 56. You join CrossFit. The average 52-year-old woman joins CrossFit. I don't know that she's where Lucy Hobart is four years later. Um, I think some are, and, um, I, I, I don't, you know, I don't know the process of those who have kind of not stuck with it. I, I do know the process of those who have stuck with CrossFit, see results. So you think it's, hey, it's nothing in, you know, in this water that James and I have drank, it's not genetic, it's just that we're both, you know, especially you for the last four years, I've made it a priority, health is, you know, after you turned 50, health became one of your priorities. You quit smoking. You get to the box, what, three, four, five times a week? Yeah, I started three times a week, and then, you know, you go to four, and the next thing you know, you're going five times a week. So you're there. Some days, you, yeah, and sometimes you're going six, and yeah. And are you doing just a regular whatever Mike or Leslie programs for the, for the classes? Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. Um... Sometimes I will stay and I will do things like just work on a progression like my pull up. You know, I did I did some after class progressions for myself. Um, I do stay after class. It's mostly it's, I do um, strict. I do push ups. I do pull ups, and it's all strict. Um, again, it's more so of just developing my ability to lift my own body weight. Now, will you do a kipping pull-up in a workout? Yeah, I can, yeah. Okay. I can do a kipping pull-up. But then, but then you're working on the developing the, the strength to do these gymnastic movements strictly outside of class. Right, right. Now, you, you, so we're, we're seeing this progression. You're, you're 56. Is there, 
the thought, okay, now let's put this to the test in the open and see how far I can make it? Yes. So I just signed up for the open. I just, I just, just this weekend, I again signed up for the 2017 open. It'll be my fourth open. How have you Every done? Year I, I have progressed. Well, the first year I was, um, the, my first year, my uh, being in the open, um, I had just been in CrossFit just about a year, and my goal was not to finish last. In the entire open. You know, that, for the entire open and not to finish last in a, and not to get a zero, like not to say, have an, have one of the workouts come out and say, this is too hard. Or I can't do, I can only do, you know, to, to say, I can't do this. I wanted to participate in each wad that was in the open. And so that was my first year, my first goal. And I accomplished that. Not last. Um, what? I said, you weren't last out of the 200,000. Right, I wasn't last. Yeah. And I never got it. I never took a zero or like a didn't participate. So can you do double unders? Um, the first year, I, for some reason, I, yeah, I think I got like one or two. Okay, cool. I mean, the point was, was that I, I, I would do, if all I could do was one, then that's what I did. Right. Me, but I got a score of one. Great. So that was the first year. We don't finish last. And then what happened? Um, and then the second year, I moved into a different age. I got into the, because um, of where my birthday falls, I, I, I came into the uh, 50 to 50, no, I came into the 55 to um, 59 age group. Yep. And in and that year, my goal was to finish in the, so in my age group, there's a little bit over 2,000 women um, at that time. Um, it might have been even a little less at that time, and my it was to finish in the top 500. Um, but that was also the year that I changed my eating. Well, you know, and I want to address that too because I mean I think seeing your fitness progress has been incredible, but the byproduct of that has been your physique. Right. I mean, you were at least from what I can tell in pictures always. A, a thin woman. Yeah. But now you're a lean, muscular woman. Yes. But before we dive into that, what's your goal this year? Oh, so, okay, so this year, so last year I finished in the top 150. So you went um, to the qualifier last year. Right, I was in the qualifier. And I, this year will be, a, it, it'll be a little bit tougher for me. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm in what I call the middle of the pack. And, yeah, I hear you. I got to tell there are some wolves. There are some wolves in my age group. I love the women, you know, running with this pack in essence. Um, and they're really fit. Um, and also, so I have women coming in who are two years younger than me. Um, so if I can stay in the top uh, 200 again, I'm, I'll be very happy. That, you know, that's my first goal. And, of course, I'd like to do better than last year. I think last year I, I ended up 153. So my goal would be to be better than 150, to be 150, yeah, better than 153. Yeah, no, absolutely. Those, every year in the master's category makes a difference. I know for me, I'll be 39 in the 35 to 39, and it's just like, okay, you have to survive. You can't, you know, right. top 20 is, right. is a young man's game in each group. Right. So top 200, and then, it, you know, we're, we're looking out each, few years, I suppose, but 60 plus, 
games? Is that your goal? That's, yeah, I'd love to. All right, maybe that... I, that would be my, I mean, to be 60 years old and go go to the games, what a way to celebrate my 60th year of life. Absolutely. (laughs) I'd have to, we'd have to look at James, but I wonder if he'll be 35 at that time. That'd be pretty cool to have a mother-son team in the Masters. That would be, that would be a dream come true. So, you know, we, we, we started talking about this. Somewhere along the way, your nutrition must have changed. And I only say that because I can tell by looking at your body that, you know, you were doing something and then, like most people, you get involved in CrossFit and you kind of like, okay, now what? And any good coach or box owner will, will tell you, look, what you're doing in here is important, but what you're doing outside of here is more important. Right. So where did that happen for you, and who was it by? Uh, that happening um, after my first year of being in uh, at CrossFit Great Barrington. And um, I would never say that I was, um, you know, we didn't eat a lot of processed foods in our home. Um, and we were pretty always organic, especially kind of where you live in the Berkshires here. It's very easy to get tons of organic food, and people are very kind just about um, eating organic and natural foods. So I wasn't always surrounded by a lot of processed food. Um, and I had a sensitivity to wheat, so I didn't eat a lot of wheat. But I still considered, yeah, I had like a, I mean, even though I wouldn't say I was overweight, but I felt like I was puffy. I kind of felt rather puffy always, even with all the working out, although I felt good. Um and I made, you know, of course, you, you read, I read the journal, and, and you, uh, they're always talking about nutrition. And um, they were talking about this idea um, that food is fuel, and how the zone really worked with people who did CrossFit and the CrossFit athletes, and this change that, you know, it, to develop muscle and to lean out. And I had read a lot about it. I had... Um, I loved Nicole Carroll's article on getting off the crack. Um, and I went to James and um, as because he's the seminar staff, and I said, I, I want to try this. I want to try and lean out. Um, but, I, I, you know, I'm going to need your help um, to really get an understanding of the zone and how I can do this. And um, so in December, when he was home for Christmas, he literally took the time and we went through, I mean, we sat for about four hours in the kitchen one day and went through how I ate and went through the cupboards, even though, you know, but we, we did it, even though he's always, you know, lived with me and knows how I eat, but we, we put it down on paper. We really created kind of a, this visual chart for me to see. And um, he went through the zone and the measurements and how to, how to do that. Uh, we went through some menus, and we went through the menus in the in the level one uh, training manual, CrossFit level one training manual. And I picked a date. I said, okay, again, coming back to winter in the Northeast, I said, nothing goes on between January and March. So this is when I'm going to do it because, you know, really there's that's the least amount of time of temptation food-wise around here. Nothing's growing. There's no reason to eat ice cream. <laughs> uh, and I thought, I'm going to do this for 90 days, and I'm going to see what happens. Um, and I did it, and I got a lot of support. I, I posted it on my Instagram page, and I got a lot of support. I got a lot of support from CrossFit HQ, 
um, from Nicole and Eva Claire and um, from the Instagram community. And, you know, before I knew it, 90 days was up and I had, I had, I had, I had lost 30 pounds. I had leaned out. You could see, you know, muscle structure in my body. And the other part of this was I was told because of my age, but in the medical community that, you know, I had to accept my weight gain. I had to accept that my body was changing. I had to accept that I wouldn't look like I, you know, quote unquote did when I was in my twenties or thirties. I wouldn't be able to achieve that again. And I had kind of begun to accept that, but, um, I was offered this idea of just seeing how food could truly be fuel for me and my fitness um, rather than just a way of eating healthy. Like it just kind of changed that perspective. And after three months, you know, it proved 100% correct. And um, I had lost weight and had even proved against what I had been told medically. Well, let's quantify that. You know, obviously it's awesome and you can see those transitions and transformations, like you said, on your social media. But as far as you said 30 pounds, so what, where'd your weight start and where are you currently? So, um, when I started, I was probably, I was around 148, 49. And again, you know, um, I, I would describe myself as puppy. That's how I would describe myself. A little bit of curvy, a little puffy, embracing the curves, you know? Yeah, I think you see that often. It's kind of like this, uh, almost like a skinny fat look. You know, men and women get it where they're not overweight, but they don't have any muscle tone either. Right, right, exactly. Um, and then, and as I said, I hadn't really planned on losing weight because I had been told that, you know, A, I had been, I'd been an ex-smoker. Some people say, well, you gain weight from that, the doctors. And then me, because I had, you know, gone through a hormonal change in my life, they said that also puts on the weight. Um, and so I had, my goal was to lean out, that I could lean out. But it, I actually ended up losing 30 pounds. And now I weigh, one, I weigh 123 and 125, you know, whatever that is. And I would also say you've probably put on quite a bit of muscle since then. So, you've, you know, your, your body composition and body fat percentage has changed more than the scale is leading us to believe. Right. Right. In addition to that, you know, at 56, I'm sure your doctors are excited for your bone density and other biomarkers that you've improved. Right. Right. So are you still zoning? So zone became, it's a way of life for me now. How many blocks are I you love, on? I love the zone diet. I have, um, I, I probably, I'm probably 85% always zoning. Yeah. I mean, maybe 90%. Um, I do have cheat. I do have cheat nights uh, um, where I eat, you know, where I go off the zone. Where I, and I, when I say where I go off the zone, it really means what I'm doing is I'm not weighing and measuring. Now, are you eating foods that you would have ate in the past? You know, so when I was zoning, it'd be like, okay, mac and cheese, pizza, cheesecake. Are you doing that? Or are you just not weighing and measuring, but still eating good quality foods? 
really quality foods. I mean, I eat everything that um, I ate before. Like I said, I've always been very sensitive to wheat, so I can't eat a lot of wheat anyhow. It doesn't mean that I don't. It doesn't mean that I see like a piece of cake or, you know, two pieces of cake and say, if I, if that's what I decide that I want to eat, I make that choice just knowing that I might, you know, feel a little bit worse for wear the next day, but that's okay. Um, I mean, really what Zone has done for me is it allows me to make conscious choices about what I'm going to eat and when I'm going to eat it and how I'm going to feel the next day. So not everyone has the advantage of having a educated CrossFit coach, games <laughs> athlete as a son. I know. How can I they, know. you know, what would you tell the average person, you know, 52 year old woman decides I want to make a change in my nutrition all right, well, I, you know, I, I had James. What would you recommend? So I do, I do, I have a copy of the, um, in, uh, a copy of the uh, Level 1 Nutrition Guide. I have that in PDF form that I got from the CrossFit Journal. I um, download it. And um, I keep that on my phone, the entire section of their nutrition section. And, um, so I do, I have friends at the gym and they say, how do you do this? And so I will, you know, email them a copy of that. And I say, read through this, read through it a couple times, and then let's talk about what you're going to do. Um, agreed. But I, think, I do, I mean, CrossFit Journal that. 21, Nicole Carroll's article, I remember reading it, you know, probably 10 years ago now. And if you want to just learn about the zone without reading a book and without a huge, you know, depth of scientific knowledge, which I don't particularly care about. I'm the kind of guy that's like, what do I do? That's a right. great, that's the best place to start. Right. And that's where I have them start. Yeah. And you I know, do. there's and it, plenty of good meal plans in there as well, where you can literally not worry about anything other than, you know, cooking or eating what, what she lays out and, and be successful. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. And, and that's what I, I let people read. And then beyond that, what's, what's your, what's your follow up with them? Um, if they have any questions, they can ask me about that. I mean, I do, I think the, the major thing that I say to them is that for the first month, you have to be exact, like start this prepare, get your, get your weight, get your scale, get, um, containers that you're going to be able to use properly learn that you are going to probably have to, in the beginning, you're going to have to spend a Sunday afternoon prepping food. Um, you don't want to leave yourself in a point where here it is, 1030, what am I going to have for my midday snack? Um, you want to have your one block snack out. Uh, you want to know what you're going to eat. You want to have a plan. Um, I do tell people that in the beginning, they want to be very strict about that um, because it is a big change. There's, you know, it's a big change about how you're preparing food, um, it's a big change how you're eating throughout the day. Not so much the food itself, but the way you're doing it. Um, Absolutely. I think that's I think that's really sound advice in that, you know, if you're going to, I agree, you have to make a commitment. This isn't a three-day or even a week. You have to, you have to give it 30 days because you're going to feel the difference, see the difference, and also be learning along the way. And with the zone especially, if you don't have a plan and you're not set up for success, it's not going to work. Exactly. I agree 100%. And I think the zone is, you know, obviously at this point in my life, I'm not zoning anymore. I did it for years, but I think the knowledge I gained while zoning was 
very helpful even for what I'm doing today with just flexible eating because it's still understanding food, how much food weighs, you know, what macronutrients are associated with it. You just, you learn so much about food as fuel, like you've continued to say, from the zone. Right. And it does. It changes your entire perspective on food. It, the zone helps you change that perspective. And, and, and I, for me, I can definitely say for me, as I've changed my perspective around food, it's opened up a whole, it's like changed my perspective on nutrition. It's, it's, and it's, given, it's actually given me more choices around how I'm going to eat rather than kind of being a slave to my mind that says, oh, this looks good or that looks good or I want this. I mean, I definitely came from a place of, you know, I, uh, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. But I would make my—I try and make my stomach as big as my eyes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And now you understand. This is what I need to fuel my body. Right, right. Amazing, amazing. So, you know, fifty-six years old, crushing it at the box, changing your eating habits. Uh, you know, obviously changing habits outside of the box. A anything else on the agenda other than continue and train and get ready for the sixties? Um, anything else on, just to, you know, I, I just, I love the fact that, um, I'm spending my life improving myself through health and fitness. It's, it's a wonderful, like, this is my new story and it really does kind of just keep getting better and better. Have you attended your level one? Yes, I have. So are you coaching CrossFit? Um, I do a little bit, but not much. I would love to begin coaching. I mean, that is another area that I would like to start doing. Um, I love helping women my age kind of open up to see what they truly can do with their bodies. Um, you know, people who have had similar experiences come from similar backgrounds to me say, you know, exactly. You don't have to be this top level athlete to do this. Let's start. Um, I love, you know, scaling and, and watching people begin to start small and then just get better and better, which that's what happens with CrossFit. You know, and, and the last thing I want to touch on, Roz and I were on our walk this morning and we, we always are talking about nutrition and fitness. And I said, there's no one on this planet that can't get lean, you know, and then right. she'll bring up genetics and we kind of, you know, it's a discussion. And, and I, and I agree with what I said, where, you know, you can outwork, you can outwork and you can out eat your genetics. You know, you may have this disposition and be you know, your body may be set to be skinny or, or hold fat here or there, but, but you can outwork and out eat that. You must have women, you know, at 52, 55, 56, their women and men for that matter are basically, they've given up. They're like, this is my body. This is where I'm at. I can't change this because I'm 56. What's right. your, what's your advice to them? You, you can change it a hundred percent. But how do you convince that, you know, my mom, 62 or so, I don't, you know, she wants to go to the gym. I think she's doing it more so because she thinks she has to. I don't think she really believes she's going to change her body or become fit. Give CrossFit three months. I would, I, and you know, if you, you want to see, and I truly believe it, make a commitment for three months. It's just 90 days. So, you know, what's 90 days out of your 52 year old life? Nothing. And we do get that. I will say that as you get older, you kind of begin to understand, you know, time takes on a different meaning. A meaning. 
So what is, you, you do see, okay, I can do this for 90 days. And you'll, you'll have results. 100% you will. That's it. Give it, you know, I think that's great advice. You know, if someone, I don't think there's a person on this planet that if they committed to 90 days of CrossFit, will not look, feel, and perform better. And, and really, you know, it's like the gateway drug, right? That's just getting them in the door, showing them this can work. Then they're going to start changing nutrition and all that good stuff like you did. Yeah. And it's just, you know, because you will. Exactly. You, the thing of it is you start moving better outside of the box. You'll see in your life, yeah. Oh, I can pick up the two grocery bags now. You know, I, I and as you begin to see yourself doing these more functional movements in your daily life, you begin to feel more confident. And who doesn't, you know, and that you start feeling good. Amazing. You're going to want more of that. You're going to want more of that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's been great chatting with you. Anything else you wanted to add? Anything you, you feel no, the, the world should hear from Lucy Hobart? The world should hear. I don't think today. I don't think so. <laughs> but thank you, Jason, so much for this opportunity to share my story in CrossFit. I really appreciate it. It's been great. You know, it's been awesome to see your transformation. And, and for those that want to check you out that don't know, what's, you know, where can they find you? On Instagram, on Facebook, or do you have a you know uh, blog these on, days? Yeah, I'm right now. I'm just on Instagram, and it's just uh, Lucy underscore F H. And that's At Lucy I E L U C I E. Yes. And and you'll see some amazing pictures, some some food, some some great stuff from Lucy on there. And if you scroll back a little bit, you'll see really you can see that change as it's occurring. Right. And, you, you know, I really I've just come to believe you can you can change your story at any age and you can teach an old dog. new. That's it. That's really that's really what it comes down to. I love it. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Well, you are continuing to learn new tricks and hopefully we'll see those on display this year, maybe in Wisconsin at the CrossFit Games. Yes. But uh, for, for sure during the Open. All right, well, All right, Jason. enjoy your winter weather. I'm going to go outside and, and bask in the sunshine. You, you enjoy the sunshine. All right, have a great day. All right, Jason, thank you so much. You too.